Welcome. Pull up a seat, slip on your headphones, or just turn up the volume a bit. You found the Glenise Show with Glenise Hughes. This is not a show for those who are fine with a small life. No, we go big here. You can transform every aspect of your life if you just know where to start. Now, here is your host, Glenise. Hello, and welcome to the Glenise Show with myself, Glenise Hughes. Thank you so much for listening in. I am so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. Oh, so I am recording this in the sweet city of Paris, France. How does it get any better than this? It has been a really interesting trip. <laughs> Which is, you know, how the show was uh, inspired. So the show is called Choosing Beyond Intensity. And uh, yeah, yeah. It was really, really intense. Uh, And it didn't start with arriving in Paris. It started actually the day before we left. And I mean, I didn't even really recognize it as intensity. I just thought I was being extremely judgmental, which then from that, I judged even more because I was being judgmental. (laughs) It was crazy. And it does seem to be like the day before that we travel uh, pretty much only on an airplane. I, it does seem like my awareness exponentializes. That's just been something I've been aware of over all these years of, of being so lucky to travel the, this beautiful planet of ours. So it was kind of the same as usual, except there was, there was harshness and unkindness and, just an energy that or probably energies that I haven't chose in a long time. And then normally what happens is that once we kind of start with the actual travel, get on the airplanes and all that, all of that kind of intensity, whatever you might call it, just dissipates and, and we're ready to go. And it didn't do that this time. In fact, this time I continued to choose it and and even seemed to turn it up. And it really wasn't until probably, oh gosh, we landed Wednesday, probably Thursday that I really realized that it was really, really intense and that I was, I was choosing it. I mean, I always know that I'm choosing things, uh, but it was really, seemed like I didn't have another choice. I knew I did. I knew there's, all, I know there's always another choice. And it just like everything that had ever been wrong in my world was coming up for me like things from years ago things hubby said to me things I've said to hubby things family member like I mean it was just ridiculous all of this stuff that was coming up and it's funny because I was listening to I was doing the audio live of Dane's SOP in Charleston and somebody in the class talked about the intensity in their world (laughs) and I went oh that's what this is I'm not a horrible judgmental cow I'm just really 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 aware I mean I was doing that class with Dane I was having my own classes here in Paris I was I'm preparing for the certified facilitator class in Rome I it's just you know it was just like this huge light bulb that could have really come on days earlier to kind of go wow that's what's going on okay so my awareness is exponentialized I'm choosing some really really big changes I'm asking bigger than I've ever asked before. I'm willing to receive bigger than I've asked before. And yeah, it was intense. So kind of Thursday, Friday is when I really started recognizing like that it was just intensity. I'm not this horrific judgmental cow, although sometimes I choose that. and just reached out to some friends and just asked if they would energetically contribute. If you're on my email list, you would have you would have seen my video about this uh, from from my class because it was just it was just something that oh, wow. But then I was really inspired to do a, do to do a whole radio show about it for a few things. Is like one myself and possibly you. I don't know, but certainly for myself, there 
there was this level of like, this has to change. It's, it's wrong to have this intensity and it's right to not have it, (laughs) which is, you know, a whole lot of judgment just even in those two sentences. And so I recognize like, yeah, we can choose beyond intensity, but what if we don't judge intensity either? Like, what if it just is an interesting point of view? Like the, the unkindness and the harshness, harshness, <laughs> harshness uh, that I was to me. Like, what if that truly could just be an interesting point of view? Because otherwise it's just this ridiculous cycle of, oh, I'm so horrible. Oh, wait, I'm so horrible that I judge myself for being so horrible. Oh, wait, I'm so, like, it's just, it's a cycle that never ends. Instead of like, oh, I'm so horrible. Oh, well, that's an interesting point of view. (laughs) Now, I probably should have done this radio show last week when I was in the midst of it, because I'm not sure I would have laughed, but I eventually would have. Because do you know what it was that actually changed it for me? Was when I started facilitating my first class here in Paris on Saturday morning, within, you know, a very short time, I was like, oh, oh, there I am. Here's, here I am. Here's all of me. Oh, I had forgot about this. You know, it was just this, this awareness of when I facilitate I'm willing to choose beyond the intensity. I'm willing to be present. I'm willing to be the kindness of me, the infinite being I truly be. And it was like, wow, it actually took me facilitating to choose that. So cool. I mean, I'm I'm grateful for that. And like, what would it take to choose to be me all the time? Yeah, so anything that brings up for you, will you destroy and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And what if, what if you truly could be the interesting point of view that you truly be? Like really, imagine walking around in your life where not one thing or one person or anything gets you off your game. (laughs) Like nothing. Not somebody telling you you're wrong, not you being unkind to you, not things not happening the way you decided they should, but like literally nothing gets you off your game. Like everything is an interesting point of view. And I mean, even when I say that, like nothing gets you off your game, like that, of course, we know that's a choice, right? So it's like you choose to never allow anything to get you off your game. <sighs> so everything that doesn't allow that, we just start and uncreate it all, return to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys and beyonds. So whose lies, what lies, and how many faux beingnesses are you using to create the never choosing to be the interesting point of view you truly be, are you choosing? Everything that is, we just start and uncreate it all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, putt, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And so that is a new clearing from Access. And the whose lies, what lies, you're probably already familiar with. Maybe not, but I did a whole radio show about um, lies about money. So if you haven't listened to that one, go listen to it. It's pretty much uh, clearing after clearing after clearing. So this, the faux beingnesses, which is faux, like F-O, no, F-A-U-X, faux, like pretend beingnesses. Like it's where we've decided, kind of the way that I see it is we've, we've put on all of these different masks to be something that we've decided we, we should be or is right to be. So the faux beingnesses, instead of being all of us. <sighs> so everything that just brought up, will you destroy and uncreate it all, return to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. So whose lies, what lies, and how many faux beingnesses are you using to create the intensity you are choosing? Everything that is, we just turn and create it all and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And much like the whose lies and what lies, 
the faux beingnesses are truly uh, who does it belong to. And, and that's what I found with this clearing is that, like it really is like running who does it belong to return to sender with consciousness on speed. So might I recommend that you jot it down and have it handy and then fill in whatever limitation is going on for you in that moment, whatever crazy you're choosing, fill it in, run this clearing, clear this crazy because man, it's uh, the freedom <laughs> on the other side of that intensity. And again, intensity is not wrong. It's, I guess, more the judgment of the intensity. That's probably more what I'm talking about, the judgment that I had of me for the intensity. And I didn't even, again, it took me a couple of days to even acknowledge it was intensity. It was just, well, I'm wrong and I'm horrible and blah, blah, blah. So everywhere that you haven't acknowledged what is intensity, what what is crazy, what's not yours, and then judged you for it because you haven't acknowledged what it is so that you can change it. Will you destroy and uncreate it all? Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. So whose lies, what lies, and how many faux beingnesses are you using to create the wrongness of intensity are you choosing? everything that is we just start and great all times a godzillion right wrong good bad all nine potpock shorts boys and beyonds and the thing that i found interesting for myself and not significant and still interesting is that the only other time that i have come to paris i had a somewhat similar experience except it was external because it was hubby who was extremely cranky and I was in my crazy of judging him for being cranky and I had reached out to the same friends uh, and asked about it and my brilliant friend Sweet Trudy said, are you distracting yourself with this so you don't receive from the class you're taking? Because I was here two years ago in Paris taking a class with Gary the uh, COP and it was like, oh my God, that's exactly what it was. And uh, and so it just, it was so interesting to me. And I only actually thought about that just just a couple days ago. It was like, wow, that is interesting that I, I, you know, I chose a lot of trauma drama last time I visited Paris. And it really isn't something I choose much. And that has been the really cool thing is that I've been able to look at that now having chose it, you know, for a few days going, wow, I actually forgot that I used to live like that every day. Like that harshness, that unkindness, that mental masturbation, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. I used to choose that every day, all day. Like that, that was my normal. So that was a huge gift to really go, wow, you know, I am so grateful that that's not what I choose anymore. I am so grateful that the I have these tools to really shift and change it. I might take a few days before I choose it, but I do choose it. And when I do, oh my gosh, the relief and the spaciousness and the possibilities and what it's actually created for me kind of choosing beyond it. Oh my gosh, like really, how does it get any better than this? And of course, I mean, that energy like is like, who does that belong to? Like how many people, how many people in Paris are living like that every moment of every day? How many people just on the planet alone out of, I think, 7 billion people, like how many of them are choosing it every day, all day? And we're aware of it. We're aware of it. The only time it becomes a problem is when we do what I did and make it really real and make it seem like it, it's unchangeable. And like, I know for myself and, and probably for most people, when we choose, I'm going to say bigger, but I don't think it has to be. Actually, when we choose something different, let's use that. If we are willing to be present with it, then everything that we've ever used to not choose something different will come up into our awareness so that we can change it. So that we can continue to choose that different thing we're choosing. 
However, this is where most of us, especially those of us who've done any sort of metaphysics like myself, get sidetracked because we go, well, oh, this is the reason I shouldn't. Oh, I'm having all of those doubts because last time I tried something and it didn't work out and I remember all those memories. So that's my sign that it shouldn't, that I shouldn't do this, that I shouldn't choose it. Like all of that crazy instead of going, oh, look, something else to clear so I can receive this quicker. Okay, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, putt, pock, shorts, boys and beyonds. <laughs> so anything that doesn't allow you to recognize when the stuff is coming up just to be cleared away so that you can continue choosing what you're choosing or what you'd like to be choosing or what's going to create more. <sighs> we destroy and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys and beyonds. Like what if we just knew it was that? Oh gosh, I'm just thinking <laughs> myself last week, like, Oh, I wish I had this radio show to hit play and just had that uh, awareness. And I'll be honest, I don't know if I could have received it last week. Just the space and the crazy and and it's not wrong. You know, when you don't choose something that could create greater, when you do play in the poo, when you, you know, have a temper tantrum, when you do whatever you might do, like it's not wrong. It's never wrong. You're never wrong. Like if I wouldn't have chosen it last week, I wouldn't have remembered and then had been the gratitude for what I had changed. So what if every choice that we're choosing truly is what's right about us we're not getting? What's right about the choice we're not getting? Just to shift us out of the wrongness of us, which we're often focusing on, I do know that, and into the space of like, truly, what is right about us that we're not getting? And it's, it's one of the questions that I found with Access Consciousness that can change things so quickly. And it didn't come to mind last week to use that, but that's funny. Uh, it usually does, and it didn't, and that's okay. But really, like, what's right about me I'm not getting? What's right about this I'm not getting? And it gets you out of this is wrong, I'm wrong, and all of the reasons and justifications you're wrong, because all you're doing is asking for more of that, more of the crazy, more of the heaviness, more of the contraction, which I, I, <laughs> I did turn that up consistently last week. I, I did have that going on for me. Um, and that's cool, too. But really, if you're willing to recognize what it is, you're willing to ask a question, even if it takes you three days, uh, what if? What if you celebrate that? And that's kind of what I've looked at too. It's like, well, I could have waited four days. <laughs> I could have waited six. I could have never changed it. I could have just stayed that way. So I'm pretty freaking grateful that I was willing to shift it and willing to change it. Yeah. So everything that just brought up, we destroy and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness. <sighs> right, wrong, good battle, nine, five, five, shorts, boys and beyonds. All right, on that note, we're going to head to break and we'll be right back. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? From across Europe, New York to California, Australia, and across Canada, along with her beautiful acreage near Edmonton, Alberta. Plus, you can also join many of Glenise's phenomenal classes, live streamed from the comfort of your home. Check Glenise's schedule at GleniseHughes.com. If you would like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. GleniseHughes.com. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? 
She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenice will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenice.net for more information about where Glenice will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenice to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenice.net. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You're tuned in to The Glenise Show. Want to find out more about what Glenise and the show are about? Visit GleniseHughes.com. Again, that's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E Hughes.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. So we are talking about choosing beyond intensity. And of course, intensity is not wrong, not that you have to choose beyond it, but really choosing beyond the judgment of intensity. That's really, really, at least for me, what I would like to choose more of when that intensity comes up. Because if I didn't judge it, I would have been aware of it a lot quicker. I was just so darn busy judging it, <laughs> judging my judgment, which is like, <laughs> I don't know, trying to brush your teeth while you're eating Oreos. Like, it's just impossible. <laughs> Sorry, I'm very visual. So when I say stuff like that, I just, you know, I keep looking at how could a person eat? I don't think you could even, I mean, you could brush your teeth, but they wouldn't help. <laughs> so... You know, the other thing that I was looking at with with intensity and, and choosing beyond it is like really if we if we pay attention to the energy of it in the moment, at least again, I'm going to use my own experience last week, like all of those uh, horrible memories and stuff that were coming up, like all of those were very, very heavy. And even if I'd have been willing to kind of recognize in the moment, like, this is heavy. We know that heavy means it's a lie. So it wasn't coming up. Again, in, in my metaphysical days, it would have been, oh my gosh, I need to, I need to figure this out. I need to, uh, to fix this. This is coming up because there's something for me to do about it and made it really significant, but really it's not. It's coming up, again, just to, just for us to clear. And not to be like, oh my gosh, I need to spend an hour clearing that memory of me, you know, being unkind to hubby. It's like, no, it's like just pot and pocket. Return to sender with consciousness. Run the whole clearing statement. Use interesting point of view. I have this point of view. Like really kind of simple stuff, but really just letting it go. And letting it go isn't even the right terminology but it has the similar energy it's like just recognize it acknowledge it and pod and pocket and actually when I say that I had a, a client recently ask me what pod and pock was and I realized for some people that might actually be kind of confusing so because I don't use it on the radio show so pod and pock is a shortened version of the clearing statement. So the clearing statement is right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And it doesn't matter how it's said. So if, there's a lot of people who say it different than I do. They, I can't even say it how they say it because I, I kind of have the way that I say it. It just is kind of, anyway. Um, so it doesn't matter. We could say pod and pock, all nine, shorts, right, wrong, good, bad, like you can do it, you can mix up all the words if you want, or kind of have a usual way that you say it. And you can also shorten it and just say pod and pock all that. Now, I don't do that. (laughs) I'm a little bit OCD. (laughs) And I find that the whole clearing statement works for me. So I use it. But every once in a while, I'll use the terminology of just pod and pock that. And so that's what I'm saying. It's just Just clear it in whatever way you'd like to clear. And some of you listening might not even be interested in in using these tools. You might have your own tools that you use to change things. Please use them. You don't have to listen to this show and use everything that I talk about. Find what works for you and use it. There really is no right or wrong way to clear anything. You know, I've used so many different things over the years. Right now and for the past six years, it has been access consciousness. It's been the tools just have created so much for me. That might not be what it is for you. 
So find what works, use that, and change it when you need to. <laughs> yeah, because really, how much more ease and joy and glory could we choose to be? Oh, yeah. And then how much more could we choose to be even more? <laughs> yeah. And so I wanted to mention, too, I, last week, and a lot of you have actually contacted me, the radio show that I did, it was called Clearings to Clear... Um, clearings to stop creating from lack and I talk about it in I talk about a conversation that I had with Gary and Dane at the art of creation class when I asked about stopping creating from lack it's a brilliant radio show if you haven't listened go and check it out uh, and so I had a lot of people contact me and ask for more and it was so interesting because I had already had the awareness that the other question that I asked Gary and Dane was actually going to be kind of the second part, but it will be a class. It will not be a radio show. So it is called Your Role in Your In Creation to Create Everything You Desire. So it basically is the next, I had about a 10 minute conversation with Gary and Dane at that Art of Creation class. And so I asked them about the lack of creating or creating from lack. And then the next part of the question and that's really what came out of it. Like it inspired, the question inspired this brilliant process from Dane. Uh, and, and really it is about the, like, what is your role in creation? And it's amazing. And I'm still, <laughs> I am still running that conversation. Like, you know, I just clipped it out audio, audio wise and just loop it and listen and listen and listen. Like it is still creating so much change in my world. I am just so incredibly grateful. So uh, in the blog, if you go to my webpage and then go to the radio show listing, you'll see the class listing for that. So it's called Your Role in Creation to Create Everything You Desire as If by Magic. Um, or if you're on my email list, you'll see it there. Uh, or if you're on Facebook with me, you'll see it there. If not, reach out. We will get it out there and uh, yeah, would love to have you come and um, play and really get clear like I am getting clear of my role in creation. And spoiler alert, it is not what I thought it was. <laughs> How does it get any better than that? Yeah, so when we look at choosing beyond, <laughs> I was going to say beyond creation. No, when we look at choosing beyond intensity, if we didn't judge intensity, if we didn't make it right, if we didn't make it wrong, if we just knew it was a choice, and yeah, I guess knew it was a choice, but also acknowledge that it was a choice, and that the choice of it wasn't wrong. Yeah, because again, it's like for me, when I look back at last week, it was the judgment of it, and the because I knew it was a choice, I mean, that, that I know, but then I judge myself because I was choosing it instead of just going, wow, okay, cool, I'm choosing this and, and been okay with it. Because there's another piece with intensity that I've, I've done before. It didn't, <laughs> it didn't cross my mind with this time, but, uh, and it, it's worked really well because sometimes with intensity, it can, it can feel so uncomfortable that we we're doing everything we can to to make it smaller to stop it to to contract it which of course is not our natural state so if you're willing to intensify the intensity to the point that it feels like you're going to explode that's what you want to do and and again i didn't use it last week because I wasn't willing to change it until I was, uh, but I have used it before and it's brilliant. And it does like I, I, I haven't used it a ton, but the few times that I've used it, it does seem like it's going to explode or like you're going to explode. Like the intensity is going to kill you. And what occurs or what occurred has occurred for me every time I've done it is that you realize the intensity actually has no potency over you. Like it has no power over you. That's why the, the tool works so well because you just, you know, you just intensify, you make it bigger and bigger and bigger because it's the opposite of what you're trying to do. You're trying to contract it and make it smaller and, and, it just becomes really painful a lot of times 
physically and mentally. Uh, So if you allow it to just expand and intensify and allow yourself to be present with it, and then of course, I mean... (laughs) Obviously, I haven't exploded yet with it, and anybody else that I've walked through it with uh, hasn't exploded yet, so (laughs) it's a fairly easy tool to use and can really shift and change it. It just reminds you that it doesn't actually have any power over you, but you have to first in a sense, let it, you know, show yourself it doesn't. Allow it to intensify. Allow it to get so loud in your universe. Yeah, so everything that that brings up and everywhere that you haven't been willing to intensify intensity, we destroy and create it all. Return to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And you know, it's always interesting to me with like intensity and and uncomfortableness and how much we've we've decided or I should say we I don't know about we but me what I've decided around comfort and even though I logically know that comfort is usually not creating more I don't want to say it always creating more but it's usually not creating more so Choosing it is a really interesting choice. And I don't mean physical comfort. I mean, our, our body will have preferences. Our body will have desires to, to be comfortable. And, you know, I can, I can sleep on a floor. I've slept on the floor before. And my body prefers to sleep in a comfortable bed. So your body will have a desire for comfort. But you, as the being, the comfort often is the sign of not choosing greater. And use your awareness with that, okay? Just don't assume that if you're, if you're comfortable that you're, you know, you're not choosing greater. Check in. And when you do find those places where, where you've chose comfort over choosing what you'd like to choose, like, then you could look at that. Like, what would you like to choose? Maybe you're working at a job that you really don't like. Cool. So what would you like to choose? And it doesn't mean you have to choose it today. In one of the classes that I was facilitating this weekend, it was about business. And I was sharing with them how it was, I think it was in 2012. I don't remember the exact year. I realized that I didn't love doing all of the one-to-one sessions that I was doing. So back then I would work three or four session days a week. I called them client days a week. And they would be four to six hours a day of one-to-one sessions. And then most weekends I would facilitate a class. So it was a lot of work. I was working a lot. And it was obviously back when I had the point of view that I had to work a lot. So I was doing all of these one-to-one sessions. And I started realizing, and really just being honest with myself, that I didn't love them. I do enjoy one-to-one sessions, but four days of back-to-back clients constantly was not fun for me. So I realized that I would like something different and started choosing that. But not choosing it from the place of, I don't want to do those anymore, so tomorrow I'm not doing any more. Because <laughs> that would not be smart for business. So it still took me, and I don't actually remember the time frame, but definitely over a year, maybe even a year and a half, before I actually uh, adjusted that and went into um, just creating so much more with my classes and then doing different sorts of telecalls and different things like that. So. You know, a lot of times when, we, when we're choosing something, we think that we choose it today and, it, and it, if it's not here by tomorrow at the latest, we must have messed up. We must have chose wrong. And it's like, what if you just look at, like, what would you like to be different? And choice to me is an action. Like, it's a verb. It's a doing. So it's like, what choice? And I, I mean, I can't tell you what all the, the smaller choices were in that year plus to get me from, you know, four client session days a week to, to pretty much, you know, maybe three or four sessions a week. Uh, I don't know what those choices were specifically, but I know that I chose it. And I didn't choose it from judgment or from resistance. 
I'm not doing that anymore. I shouldn't have to do that anymore. It wasn't the energy. It was like, hey, it'd be really fun to have more space in my week. It'd be really cool not to have, you know, six to eight, no, four to six hours that uh, each day tied up with, with people and sessions. And it was little choice after little choice after little choice to create that with ease. Because it's something that I guess I've just, I guess I'm willing to see more of or be aware of the future a little bit more in some areas and, and business is one of those areas. So I've never, I've never thrown the baby out with the bathwater. I've seen a lot of people do it. I wanted to, <laughs> don't get me wrong, especially once I started facilitating access consciousness classes, I really wanted to stop everything I was doing and only facilitate them because it felt so delicious to empower people to know that they know all the time. Like that was, that was deliciousness. And so, but I knew that the clientele that I'd created in business all the years that I'd been in business, which was a lot even before I came into Access, was not the clientele, not, not all of them, a lot of them were not the ones who were looking to be empowered. So if I would have stopped facilitating my angel classes and all the other stuff I was doing, it would have created a dent financially for us. So it's just the willingness to look at, okay, what isn't working? What would I like it to be like? And what's it going to take to choose that? What choice can I make today to choose that right away? And then it becomes what I call, and I'm not sure if it's the correct terminology, but baby choice after baby choice after baby choice, like baby step after baby step after baby step. So everywhere that you've decided that when you choose something, if it hasn't shown up tomorrow, then it's not going to ever show up. Will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, box, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And would you be willing to continue to choose even when it doesn't show up the way you've decided it should? Everything that doesn't allow that way to store and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, box, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Because that is often something that we run into is that we choose something and we decide how it should show up. And then when it doesn't show up the way we had decided that it should, we decided it didn't show up. But really, how many ways did it show up? How many ways totally outside of what you even imagined did it show up? So another great question, <laughs> and, and a great question with intensity too, is truth, is this the change that I've been asking for? Because when we start asking and we start choosing and we start being willing to receive and we start shifting and changing, then things will show up. And because they don't show up that way or the way we've decided they should, then we think they've shown up wrong or we think that we've created some crap or, you know, we go into the judgment instead of receiving it. And really, I, I don't know that anything ever shows up the way that we think it will. Like when I started looking at not having all of those session days, I never in a million years would have dreamed that it would have meant I wouldn't be doing, I, or that I would be traveling the world with my business. That, that was not even in my radar of possibilities. And it was way greater than my radar of possibilities. So if you just allow yourself to be out of control with it, yeah, I said it, the out of control. <laughs> Everything that brings up, lead us to and uncreate it all, return to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, putt, fuck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Like ask, receive, drop the barriers, ask bigger, receive bigger, drop even more barriers, and then be willing to be out of control. Be willing for it to show up in whatever way is going to create greater. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine Pudbox shorts, boys and beyonds. On that note, we are heading to break and we'll be right back.
It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? From across Europe, New York to California, Australia, and across Canada, along with her beautiful acreage near Edmonton, Alberta. Plus, you can also join many of Glenise's phenomenal classes, live streamed from the comfort of your home. Check Glenise's schedule at GleniseHughes.com. If you would like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. GleniseHughes.com. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenise will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenise.net. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You're tuned in to The Glenise Show. Want to find out more about what Glenise and the show are about? Visit GleniseHughes.com. Again, that's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E Hughes.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. So we are talking about choosing beyond choosing beyond the judgment of intensity. That's going to be the new title, even though it will not be changed on the show itself because it's already went to Voice America. It's already went to my graphic designer. So choosing beyond intensity will be the old title. <laughs> but really, truly choosing beyond the judgment of intensity and allowing yourself to turn it up, allowing yourself to be uncomfortable, knowing that uncomfortable is just often the energy that creates so much more. It's inviting us into something so much greater. And I I might have shared this on another radio show a few weeks ago, my sweet friend Tanya, who is also hosting me in May in... um, at the Edmonton Airport Hotel. Uh, She usually hosts me once a year. How did I get so lucky? So her and I are going to co-facilitate bars on May 2nd. And then on May 3rd until the 6th, I'll facilitate foundation. So you can just fly into Edmonton, take the airport shuttle right to the hotel and come and play with us for four or five days how does it get any better than this? And it'll be on the new manual because the rewrite will be with Gary and Dane the month earlier. So her and I got together, um, I don't know, a few weeks ago and we're, we're swapping sessions. And, you know, she made this most brilliant statement and she said, what she asked is, you know, what, what is this, whatever this is, inviting me into? You know, so if you're like me with last week with the intensity, Again, I could have asked this. I didn't. Uh, But what is this intensity inviting me into? Like what greatness is it inviting me into? I should say not, not just what is it inviting me into, but like what greatness of me is it inviting me into? If you're having a difficulty with your spouse, what greatness is that fight inviting you into? Like really get the sense of that. Like what if there was nothing that was wrong? What if everything was inviting you into something greater? What if you're having the most amazing time with your spouse? What greatness is that inviting you into? What if you're having a really shitty time with money right now? What greatness is that inviting you into? What if you're having a really great time with money right now and you just have it flowing in like magic? What greatness is that inviting you into? So everywhere that You've trained yourself to look for the problem instead of the greatness of the situation. We destroy and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And anywhere that you're not willing to acknowledge the greatness of you, we destroy and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, putt, shorts, boys, and beyonds. 
Because how cool would that be just to know, like I mean know, know, know within every cell of your body and being that everything, everything is actually conspiring for you. Everything is inviting you to the greatness of you. Everything is inviting you to choose greater. And even if it takes you three or four days, what if that's okay too? Or three or four months or three or four years or three or four lifetimes? Like, what if that's okay? Everything that brings up, lead us story and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, put puck, shorts, boys and beyonds. So just think of something right now that, that you think should be different or you're judging yourself for or you're judging someone else for. And what greatness is that inviting you into? Yeah. Anything that doesn't allow you to perceive, know, be or receive that, way to store and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, potpock, shorts, boys and beyonds. Today I went out for lunch by myself. Hubby actually slept really late, so he had just got up and I was hungry and, and ready to go. So I went out and went to a restaurant that I had read the reviews were really good on and kind of had a little bit of a concern around the menu not being in English. And I just was wondering, like, but what else is possible? If they don't have an English menu, like, what else is possible? Like, it's pretty easy. I, I don't know if easy is the right word, but you can, it can be ease to play with somebody when neither of you speak the language to get it across what you'd like. So went into a place and asked them if they had a, a menu and they said no. And, and I kind of looked at her and she looked at me and she, and she spoke English and she said, but we can probably work around it. And I said, yeah, I think we can. And so then she went to sit me down and for, for all of my European friends who've never been to uh, Canada or the US and probably even Australia would be, I don't know, I've only been to Australia once, but definitely Canada and the US, we have these, <laughs> we have really different, or maybe I should say I. What I experience in Canada growing up, just even everyday life now, you know, in a restaurant, you sit at a table, you're, you're still a fair distance away from other people. So when she went to sit me, she was actually, it was like, you know, when you pull two tables together at a restaurant and she wanted me to sit down and I would have like literally been sitting with this other guy. And, and I know that's normal here. And it was like, actually, no, that I just, that, I'm not choosing that. So I bypassed her and went to the, the one table that was sitting alone and sat there, which I just thought was kind of funny. And she kind of looked at me and I think, you know, just doesn't, that's, it's just different. And so she was okay with it. So I sat down and, and, uh, and then my waiter came over and he said, I understand. And this is in English. So, you know, I understand that, that, uh, you need some help with the menu. And I said, if you don't mind, I, I would, cause I don't know many of these words. Of course, being a Canadian living in Canada, everything is in both English and French. So there are some words that I'm used to seeing. So like the word mushroom, <laughs> when I see it written, I do know that it's mushroom because I get a can of mushrooms out of my cupboard and I see it in both English and French. So I, you know, you kind of get a habit, I guess, of knowing some words. So he walked me through the menu and I ordered and it was delicious and body was so happy. And as I was leaving, I was just like, so grateful for the willingness to be supported by the universe. Like be willing, the, the willingness to know that even if he would have been a jerk and said, no, 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 no English or, you know, whatever. Um, like, and not that that means he's a jerk. I don't mean if people don't speak English, they're a jerk. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm not that tourist. Um, and I certainly do appreciate when people do speak English, but I do not expect it. Uh, but, you know, if he just would have been like, no, absolutely no. I know we still could have worked around it. Like it would have been something, but it was just such a, like the willingness to be out of control to order off a menu, I don't know what I'm ordering. And, and my body does have some specific things that she uh, does not like to have. So, you know, knowing that trusting, trusting her and, and then just to walk in and be supported right from the gal who sat me down and then choosing what worked for me. So not sitting with the, with the guy, although I'm sure he was lovely. Um, 
And then having, you know, this, and he was really good looking, this, this waiter. Oh my gosh. So not only could he speak English and walk me through the menu, and he actually walked me through everything on the menu. It was a fairly small menu, which was good because by the third thing he said, I knew that that's what I wanted, but just, he was close to me and I wanted to hear him talk even more. And he was just delicious. Um, you know, and just knowing that the universe supports us, like everything is conspiring for us, unless we think it's not, unless we've decided the world is against us, unless we've decided life is hard, unless we've decided that blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so all of the DJ, all the decisions, judgments, conclusions, computations, projections, rejections, expectations, separations, refined judgments that you may have about the universe conspiring against you <laughs> when you destroy and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness. <sighs> right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And I know there's times where we think that. I know there's times I've thought that. Nothing ever goes my way. I never get what I want. You know, all of those interesting points of views. And, and really, like, what greatness are those inviting us to? Like, really, how many times have we been so disappointed because something didn't work out and then we created something greater because it didn't work out? And we went, phew, am I ever glad that didn't work out? But it was after the hissy fit first. <laughs> I know myself, I've had so many hissy fits throughout my life. Um, and they're not wrong. It's just an interesting choice. I remember one, I went for a job and I just so so hated the job I was in and I had went for it and I was so sure like I rocked it I absolutely rocked it and I had decided that it would be an answer to my problems and when she phoned to let me know that I didn't get it uh, they'd use some sort of a point system and so she said to me you were only one point off of you know compared to the person who got it and Oh, and I was so mad. And I mean, she knew that too. Like I, and I'm not usually like that, especially back then. I, I don't, you know, really quite passive and didn't ever want anybody to know if I was upset with them, but whew, boy, did she know it. <laughs> and I think of that and I think now, like if I could have talked to that me, and I, I remember I was at my parents' house when, when I returned her call to hear that, and I like slammed the phone down, and I went in to have a bath because I just cried and cried and cried and didn't want them to see. And I think, man, if I could have just, if I could have just talked to me then, now, to say, wow, that job, that's not it, honey. That's not it. And and what greatness of not getting it. Like what what did of not getting it like what greatness did that invite me into so much more because I don't know if I'd have got that job if I had ever left like that would have been a very comfortable job it would have been one of those that would have I ever asked what it what it eventually happened is I asked my employer to lay me off and I assumed that I would go and do more nursing which my my training is psychiatric nursing and I didn't I never, ever went back to nursing. I started my job or my business. Um, I asked them to lay me off in March of 2002, and I started my job in September of 2002. My business, <laughs> job, business, whatever, in 2000, September. So like six months later. So had I got that job the fall before, would have I ever even created this living? Who knows? Who knows? Like, it's just so interesting to kind of, be aware of that. And yet, <laughs> yet the, the anger that I was, this, the upset, the, oh, the world was falling apart, you know, the trauma drama when I didn't get it. And uh, yeah, so it's like, really what's right about it, we're not getting. And is this the change we've been asking for? I mean, there's so many cool ways to shift that energy and it still might be might choose to take a few days before you use any of them or you might choose to to have a class you know <laughs> that's one thing that I've thought is yeah you know if I could just remember to either you know put on a class or even record a radio show because even recording a radio show is so much ease for me like it changes if I'm even a little bit cranky it changes it because it's basically an hour of using the tools and processing and a lot of giggling 
even though I'm by myself, I'm, I'm with you guys all. It doesn't matter when you listen, I'm with you guys all. I, I'm willing to be more of me doing my radio show, playing with you guys, facilitating classes. That, that's a space. And I wonder what it would be like to choose to be that all the time. Like, I really wonder what that would be like. <sighs> I really, really wonder what that would be like. Huh. I wonder what it would be like to choose to be all of us consistently, no matter what was going on around us. <sighs> yeah. So anything that doesn't allow us to choose that, will you destroy and uncreate it all? I know I will. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, put, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And then the question can be, if you if you would like one, you know, is what energy, space, and consciousness can my body and I be to be the energy, space, and consciousness we truly be? Because that's truly the energy, space, and consciousness. Like when we be all of that, that's what changes everything. So anything that doesn't allow that, allow, allow you to be the energy, space, and consciousness you truly be, we destroy and uncreate it all, return to sender with consciousness. Whew. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And what else is possible with our lives and our creations and our money flows and our businesses and our careers and our jobs and our relationships and our bodies and everything on this beautiful planet that we've never even considered. Anything that doesn't allow us to perceive, know, be, and receive that, we just start and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. It's one of the tools that I use a lot is that I wonder, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder a lot. <laughs> I am Wonder Woman. I wonder a lot. Like, I wonder what it would be like. I wonder what it would be like. And I truly wonder it. You know, I don't just ask it as a question. I am truly wondering. I'm truly curious. Like, what would it be like to have a private jet to fly around the world in? Oh, like, what would that be like? What would that be like to have no lineup? to have no security. Maybe there's some security in, in, there probably is some sort of security, but very different than the security, even in our first class lines. I mean, we still have the same security. They just are shorter lines. But like, I wonder what it would be like. Because there was a time that I wondered what it would be like to travel first class around the world. And I've chose that. So I wonder what it would be like to, to have a private jet fly me around the world Every time I chose to fly somewhere, like, I wonder what that would be like. Yeah, I wonder what that would be like just to get on, have these really big plush privacy jets with beautiful seats and desks and couches and yummy food and drinks and people to serve them and people who love to be there and friends to play with on the private jets and maybe even like a, a built-in bars chair. Oh gosh, I wonder what that would be like. <sighs> yeah, like I, I wonder what that would be like. I wonder. Huh. So thanks for wondering with me, my sweet friends. <laughs> but that's often just how I wonder. And I don't set a time for it. I don't. It's just when something comes up for me, like something that feels really delicious, I just take maybe two or three or five or maybe even 10 minutes and I just wonder about it. And I don't go to conclusion. I don't go, oh, it'll be tough or oh, it would be so hard work or oh, I'd have to pay for the, the airline or, you know, like I don't I don't look at that. I just wonder what it would be like. I just wonder, like, what would that be like? <sighs> I wonder what that would be like. <laughs> yeah, so, so anything, anything that doesn't allow you to wonder, everything you think you would like to wonder, it's good, it's Couple more classes that I wanted to mention. April 5th, I'm doing a bars class at our acreage. 
near Sherwood Park, Alberta. And then I am hosting a pod for Gary and Dane's Foundation, which will be April 6th, 8th, 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th something. It's four days and it starts April 6th. And then as I said, Tanya and I are co-facilitating bars May 2nd in the Edmonton airport. And then I will facilitate May 3rd foundation and then Las Vegas, Nevada, baby. May 26th, 27th, embodying wealth and opulence. Yay. It's also live streamed. Then at my sweet acreage in the pool party, we are having foundation August 2nd, and I'm so excited. And then foundation in London, England, September 22nd. So a few more classes will be listed in a little bit, but I would love to see you somewhere on the planet and hug you very, very soon. Have an awesome rest of your week, sweet friends, and I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for making The Glenise Show part of your life. Listen again next week, Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and continue changing your life.